Everybody, Brandon Lewis here with your 10 Con Big 7 update. We're going to be talking about news stories all across the state of Tennessee that I know darn good and well because I've got my finger on the pulse of Tennesseans, what you care about. And we've had a lot happening in Tennessee. So if you've not been paying attention, and in particular if you were not at the uh, Capitol steps yesterday, I wanted to be there desperately but could not because of work obligations. Uh, this thing kind of came up real quick. Uh, I'm going to give you all the details and run in, uh, run through that first. Now, listen, I'm going to put in the comments section here something that is critically important and you need to know about this. I'm doing it right now. Control V, paste. I'm going to hit the uh, post button. And I'm going to tell you what I just put in the comment section. You need to share this with everybody. You've got a question probably that you need to ask yourself and it's going to determine whether you pick up the phone and call somebody or whether you pick up the phone and call somebody uh, to thank them versus to ask them a very simple question. Why will you not protect my constitutional rights to medical freedom? Why will you not protect uh, my ability to control the medical treatment that my children get? Why will you not uh, ensure that there are separations of powers as it is stated in the Tennessee Constitution and the U.S. Constitution because you took an oath? I'm going to now read for you, and it's in the comments section. Thank you, Scott from Germantown. And do put in the comments section where you're watching from, even if you watch this video way later. You watch it in 2045. <laughs> I want you to put in the comments section where you're watching from. Scott, thank you for joining us. I'm about to read to you the name of the Tennessee Senators who do not support a special session. They don't support a special session despite having tons of constituents, I mean thousands of constituents, reach out to Randy McNally. They do not support a special session even though many Tennesseans are having to choose between taking a medical treatment they don't agree with and keeping their job. We are so far behind states like, like, like Florida where DeSantis, an actual true Republican, is leading. We've got Bill Lee. And we're going to get into some interesting gifts from Bill Lee soon. But here are the name of the senators. I'm going to first read the ones that are supporting a special session, and you need to call them and thank them. So if you don't see in the comments section, and thank you, Diane, from Bybee, Tennessee. Thank you from uh, Lega Bracer from Nolansville, Tennessee. Thank you for joining us. If, you're, if your state senator's not on this list, you should be angry and you should pick up the phone and call them politely and ask them to protect your constitutional rights and to take care of some of this unfinished business they, that they should have taken care of in the last general session, but they kicked the can down the road because they thought that nobody would watch the committees and subcommittees to determine that they're rhinos. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you coming on here, Betty, from Cleveland. Thank you. Here are the names of the people that are supporting a special session. Joey Hensley, Don White, Mike Bell, Janice Bowling, more about her in a moment, Mark Pody, Frank Nicely, Carrie Roberts, Rusty Crow, Paul Rose, and Paul Bailey, and Jack Johnson. Now, some of these people have told the Tennessee Conservative News that they support a special session. Some of them have emailed, some of them have made statements online, some of them have sent letters. I think that's the official way you're supposed to do it. Now, you need to listen for the name of your state senator, and if they are not on here, then you need to pick up the phone. Now in the comments section at the very top, wherever this is that I'm pointing, you'll see 
that I've put this information in here, okay? And we got Carl Ray from uh, West Tennessee. Leg Up Racer said he's been disappointed with Bill Lee. Well, buddy, you're not the only one. Stand in line. It's a long line of conservatives. Here are the people that have not signed on to a special session. Richard Briggs. Todd Gardenhire. That one does not surprise me. He's my senator. He's a rhino through and through. Farrell Hale. Ed Jackson. Brian Kelsey. John Lundberg. Becky Duncan Massey. Lieutenant Governor Randy the Rhino McNally. If he were a wrestler, he'd, he'd come out in a big, huge rhino costume, and he would be Randy the Rhino McNally. I'm fed up with this guy. I watched him take questions from a group of patriots in, uh, where was it? I'll think about it here in a second. I think it was Lenore City or Loudon, one of the two. He couldn't answer half the questions about medical freedom, about E-Verify, and he seemed to be like oblivious to the fact that he's in a room of his own constituents that are madder than hell. And many of these rhinos are. They don't care. They've taken their money from their packs for years and years. They've taken uh, direction from lobbyists. Many of them make their living in the medical profession. And they're basically like paid lobbyists sent up to D.C., sitting on various committees and other industries. And instead of doing the will of the constituents and the people, they get in their little backroom deals and they let this stuff happen. Continuing on, people that do not support a special session. We're going to get to the news, but you need to know this for your own sake. Bill Powers, Shane Reeves, Steve Sutherland, John Stevens, Art Swan, Paige Wally, Bo Watson, and Ken Yeager. This last one bothers me the most, almost the most, because I helped get Ken Yeager elected. I've sent him messages about supporting a special session. I've never heard squat back. And sometimes when you work for somebody and you reach out to them and you start a publication like I do, you know, I think it's interesting. Bill Lee will not give comments to two publications, hardly ever, when, when asked. You know what the two, the two publications are that he will not give comments to? The Tennessee Conservative and the Tennessee Star. The only two conservative publications in the state. What does that tell you? I'm going to read these one more time. People not supporting a special session, then we'll get into the news. Richard Briggs, Todd Gardenhire, Farrell Hale, Ed Jackson, Brad Kelsey, John Lundberg, Becky Dunn-Massey, Lieutenant Randy McNally, Bill Powers, Shane Reeves, Steen Sutherland, John Stevens, Art Swan, Paige Wally, Bo Watson, Ken Yeager. Now, I've heard from multiple senators that McNally's offices are calling around asking people, well, do you support this? The, hey, the speaker wants to know, are you supporting this? And these people are more worried about their committee assignments than your medical freedom, than the constitutional rights, than sunsetting Bill Lee's executive orders and powers so that we can have three branches of government working again. On the one hand, McNally says, I don't see any urgent need for a special session. Well, here's a good question. Then why in the hell are we still in a state of emergency? If there's no urgent need, you can't have it both ways. Either there's urgent need or there's not. Now, I'm going to read this. And this is the biggest story, I think, that we have going on in the state of Tennessee, and it's so funny. I pick up my liberal broadsheet rags, and there is not a single solitary mention of what happened in the state capitol yesterday in my local paper. But, buddy, they're covering a bunch of ancillary bullcrap, but not this. Growing number, this is the first story, growing number of concerned Tennessee senators and GOP leaders call for special session as McNally stonewalls. Spearheaded by Senator Janice Bowling from Tullahoma, 
more Tennessee senators have started adding their names to a growing list of legislators requesting a special session of the General Assembly to be called to address mandates, executive orders, and dangerous edicts coming from the federal government. Joe Biden is, is pushing all kinds of stuff on our state. We should really be practicing nullification, and we should really be looking at our uh, amendment, our, our rights as a state to be sovereign. And weigh in in the comments section here. Tell me what you think about all this. I would be curious to know. However, in a statement made by the Office of Lieutenant Governor, it is indicated that McNally's stance has not changed, pushing the responsibility off on the Tennessee Attorney General after Biden's actual rules and regulations have been adopted. We did not send you up to Nashville and these other senators so that you could ask the Attorney General to do your job. You do your job. The Attorney General is, is not an elected position. He's not somebody you have anything to do with much. Let him go do his job. You do your job legislatively. And if we legislated more things instead of litigated more things in Tennessee, we wouldn't end up in these messes that these liberal rhino Republicans that can't see what's coming down the pike and get in front of it. Instead, we're always reactive, and it takes us like 18 months to ever do anything. Ridiculous. Leave your comments in the comment section. I'd like to hear what you think about this. And review that list. See if any of your, your people support this. Back to the story, and I'm going to make some comments on this, and I'm going to move on to other stories. During the rally at Nashville on Thursday, Bowling stated that 13 Senate members have signed on in support of the special session. 100% of all GOP House members are in support. These people here, why? Why? 100%. How are you so out of step with the House? I mean, the, here's the House. It represents the entire state of Tennessee, right? Then the Senate can't even get over half. Is it because one side's very conservative and the other side's full of rhinos? I really don't get it unless they've just been threatened to lose their committees. It's very difficult to understand. It's very difficult to understand. I'm sure all these people are perfectly nice people, but we don't send folks up there to be perfectly nice. We send them to do a job. Scott Sanders said, okay to see, uh, uh, so glad to see Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs write POTUS and tell him the Knox County will not comply with the mandate. Diane Tate said, I just sent Yeager a private message on Facebook that he needs to support the special session. Diane, you may grow old and gray before you hear anything from that man because I've had multiple people say they've reached out and heard absolutely nothing from up there. I talked to somebody today as I came out of a restaurant that was from Dayton in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and he's had the same issue, and I didn't know him from Adam's house cap. Diane said he is the first line of defense. He's deferring responsibility to the courts. That's problematic as the courts have ruled unconstitutionally over and over again dismissing state trials. Danielle, you're correct. And that's why we have to have our state actually be proactive in protecting our liberties. Shameful. Now, here's the big comment I would make about all this. I've been talking to and working with um, Janice Bowling and Terry Lynn Weaver on this. And they are grandmothers. Grandmothers in the Senate, grandmothers in the House. I was raised by a grandmother. She was tough. She's the one that took me to church, pointed me in the right direction. But it makes me so mad to watch grown men defer to ladies to get the job done. I don't think there's anything wrong with women leading. But it's a shame when they have to drag the men kicking and screaming to be the conservative Republicans that they tell their districts they are, but then they're not. 
I, I think they should like give a lesson up at the Capitol about how to live your how to live your constitutional conservative values. Live them. Where are the men? Where are the men? Most of these people listed here are men. Where are the men? It's disgraceful. Next story. Lee authorized Afghan refugee resettlement across Tennessee. One of Bill Lee's big campaign promises that he would stop illegal immigration in Tennessee. He's done nothing but promote it. Put this big illegal immigration center right here in Tennessee that was shut down from molesting kids and losing them. And now, even though McNally and Sexton have said, I don't think this is a good idea, this is the second time he's done this. Big, huge, no public conversation, no vote, nothing. So here we go. And I'm sorry. For the most part, uh, Islam is not compatible with our culture. Read the book. It tells you how to live if you are of an Islamic faith. And we don't know if these folks have been vetted. The federal government doesn't vet anything. They're, they're saying they're vetting all of these illegals that they're allowing across the border. They're no more vetting them than a man in the moon. And neither have these Afghan refugees been properly vetted, nor can Bill Lee tell us. He can't. He can't tell us. Are these safe? Is this safe to be putting in our neighborhoods? Do we know these people? Do we know where they're from? Do we know? If I were, an, if I were a terrorist, and if I wanted to get to the United States really quickly, buddy, I'd have been right in the line of the planes with any type of forged document I could find. Bill Lee has created so many problems in the state of Tennessee with all of his executive orders and edicts that have ran 24% of small businesses out of business and that have gotten our kids to where they're only reading one quarter at grade level and all the issues that we have in the medical community and with employment and, and underemployment and with labor shortages. Hey, Bill, clean up your own mess first before you start importing new ones. That would be a great idea. Here we go. With the decision made in December 2020, Lee authorized the continued resettlement of refugees across the state, making Tennessee one of only a few Republican-led states that allows resettlement of this nature. I do really believe that Trump's endorsement was misplaced with him. Although Lee has stated that the federal government owes Americans a plan before anything can be considered in regards to taking Afghan refugees, he previously stated open-door policy for welcoming refugees appears to be alive and well as they are currently arriving and being relocated within the state. Scarlin says he needs to go. Diane Fowler says yes, he has. And Liberty Renfro, said, or Liberty Renfro just said, just called Art Swan. Please do. You probably have to call him a bunch. Uh, Rachel Elizabeth said, just left message to my senator who won't sign on. Where are the men exactly? Robbie Shelton, Patriots Brigade. Robert, thank you for joining us. I appreciate you, buddy. Back to the story. Now, I, I'm going to talk about, I, I'm all going to get to that in a second. In December 2020, the Trump administration gave Tennesseans the option to decline allowing refugee resettlement in the state, but Lee agreed to responsibly resettle refugees. I'd like to hear what that means much to the chagrin of several Tennessee Republican legislators. 300 Afghan refugees are coming to Nashville and 36 have already been relocated to Memphis. Bridge Refugee Services, these are a bunch of racket. This is just a racket. All these, these non-profits and these churches that get tons of federal money to basically burden taxpayers without any type of public input. With offices of Knoxville and Chattanooga, 
are set to receive an unknown number of refugees to be relocated into unknown locations in the state. I think I heard that there's like 15,000 Kurdish refugees in Nashville. I am sure that that cost the taxpayers of Tennessee not a penny. No conversations about it, though. No public discussion, no legislation, just here. Schools handle it. Taxpayers handle it. Hospitals handle it. Welfare systems handle it. Foster care systems handle it. Criminal justice system handle it. The Tennessee conservative has reached out to Bridge for clarity but have yet to receive a word at the time of this publication. Not a lot of transparency there. Doesn't seem to be a responsibly resettled plan if you can't get any information from a, from a news outlet to the public about what's going on with their taxpayer dollars that will undoubtedly be used in many, many ways to support these individuals that likely can't read, write, or speak English. You're not going to be very employable if you can't read, write, and speak English. So who's going to support them? You. Back to the story. Third story. Now, another thing about this. I'll just say this, then move on to the third story. This is going to be kind of a long one. I'm sorry, guys. The thing that makes me so mad is when the Bill Lee does stuff like this and when McNally does stuff like this. And then they, but then they tweet, I'm, I'm for the, 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 the responsibility resettlement. I'm against Joe Biden's uh, vaccine mandate, even though you allow corporate vaccine mandates in the state of Tennessee. It's just disingenuous. And I talk to people. I will go, like I spoke to a group up in Tri-Cities uh, this week. And I asked them, raise your, raise your hand if you didn't know that Bill Lee authorized the Illegal Immigration Center in Chattanooga that you heard all about. And like, not as many as it, as it was to begin with, but like, I don't know, about a quarter of the room raised their hand. And I'm like, he has lied to you, acting as if he knows nothing about this. It's disingenuous. It's deceptive. I don't like it. If you're gonna if you're gonna support it, come out and tell people you support it. Tell them why you support it and try to convince them that it's a good idea. But don't lie about it. Don't use smoke and mirrors. It's 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 not it's not good. Uh, Diane says they don't answer you back. They just ignore us. And Karen Rose says according to the statements given by uh, Blinken to the Senate, he said they do not have a time. They have, do not have time to vet the people that got on the planes. That was supposed to be one of those items they circled back on. There you go. Next story. More than half of the U.S. states vowed to fight uh, Biden's vaccine mandates, uh, mandate, including Tennessee. 27 Republican governors or attorneys general have vowed to fight the latest executive order issued by President Joe Biden mandating that over 80 million, dollar, 80 million private Americans receive COVID vaccinations, undergo weekly testing, or their employer will be fined. Now, here's the thing. There's not much difference. There's not much daylight between what McNally and Lee and I guess a lot of these people here on this page allowed to happen in Tennessee and what Joe Biden forces to happen. So in Tennessee right now, unlike Florida, you can force somebody to be vaccinated as a term of employment. Okay, there is this place where corporate rights and individual rights are in conflict. And sometimes you have to pick one or the other. I'm an individual liberty guy. I'm not a if I had to pick and choose between individual liberty and business liberty, I'm gonna pick individual liberty, even though I own a business even though I have employees, even though I coach businesses all over the United States. That's my, that's my take on it. Not Bill Lee's take. Not McNally's take. Back to the story. The governors who've expressed opposition include those from Arizona all the way to Wyoming, including Tennessee. But you know what? Expressing disagreement. We don't live under expressed disagreement. We live under laws. 
Vlada Venice said the problem is you cannot recall these people. They keep winning. No, at, at, at the state level, these state senators and these state reps, if you put a good candidate up against them and then if you talk about the record and stuff like this, they're easily defeated. I've ran campaigns. But we, we need good candidates to go out there in the Republican primary in 2022 and clean house, especially in the Senate. This is terrible. Back to the story. Slatery wrote that public statements of the Biden administration indicate an unprecedented assertion of emergency regulatory powers by a federal agency. You could almost take Slatery's comments there and put, Slatery wrote that the public statements from the Lee administration indicate an unprecedented assertion of emergency regulatory powers by a state agency. We're living under that in state, so if, it, if it's bad at the federal level, AG, it should be really bad at the state level. Maybe the AG should look into that. Slatery continued, I do not want to make assumptions about the contours of proposed emergency temporary standard, but a minimum, the vaccine or test proposal will implicate religious liberty. Well, they're already doing it here. Free speech and bodily uh, autonomy concerns. We have already heard from Tennesseans expressing serious concerns about infringement of their constitutional rights. You've been hearing that, buddy. You've been hearing that for, for months. If it's an issue at the federal level, why isn't it being litigated at the state level? I encourage the White House and OSHA to keep those constitutional rights in mind when drafting ETS robust accommodation provisions might alleviate some of these concerns. All right, next story. A federal court blocks Tennessee ban on abortions for Down syndrome. A federal appeals court decided on Friday to reverse and block a Tennessee state ban on abortions due to race or gender of the fetus or a prenatal diagnosis of Down syndrome. The ruling also blocked a six-week abortion ban. So we pass a law that says, hey, if you want to kill a baby, you can't do it because of its skin color, you can't do it because of its gender, and you can't do it because it has Down syndrome. Seems like a perfectly reasonable Christian thing to do in a civilized society. The ban was originally put in place by Governor Lee last year. It sparked national attention as one of the country's strictest abortion measures. While all three judges were in agreement on blocking the six-week ban, uh, Judge Amul R. Thapar dissented on the other ban, but said the courts should remain uh, should return this choice to the American people where it belongs. The state legislature uh, can do uh, what we can't. Listen to the community, uh, create fact-specific rules with appropriate exceptions, gather more evidence, and update their laws if things don't work properly. He said, and if the public is unhappy, it can fight back to the ballot box. It used to be how things were decided. Next story. A.G. Slatery joins efforts opposing federal control of state elections. This is about election integrity. Back to the comments. Uh, we need good conservative veterans to run against them, someone willing to fight for the people. We do. We need that and more. Here we go. In a letter to congressional leaders, Tennessee Attorney General uh, Herbert H. Slatery III and 22 other attorney generals warned that the legislation under consideration in uh, Congress would allow the United States Department of Justice to federalize the election system by usurping the authority states rightly possess over the administration of their elections. Well, one reason that we've had such an issue with all of this federal overreach is because the states have been so wimpy and such big wussies about protecting their own sovereignty using the Constitution and nullification. did a great interview uh, just the other day with Clay Doggett and they've been putting together a nullification process in Tennessee. They, they kind of kicked it around, it seems, in the last general session, but they've never uh, codified anything. Well, buddy, you know, closed-circuit transmission to the, uh, to the folks in the Tennessee state legislature, you might want to try that. 
it'd be probably be a good time right now to do that stuff uh, because we have seen there are tons tons of federal overreaches coming down the pike we need to protect ourselves from it so already passed in the house the john lewis voting rights advancement act i always love it how they call things uh what they're not the democrats call things what they're not it's amazing would amend the voting rights act to require states to obtain pre-clearance from the federal government before enacting election reforms such as voter identification requirements and voter list maintenance laws you can have a vaccine passport, but you just can't have uh, voter identification. This legislation is a misguided, clumsy, and heavy-handed effort to circumvent Supreme Court decisions, state sovereignty, and the will of the people, wrote the Attorney General Tennesseans, through their elected officials have the rights to create laws that safeguard, secure, fair elections, and prevent voter fraud. Since slavery, this partisan attempt to amend the Voting Rights Act is a very good law and already provides a remedy when discrimination occurs would only serve to give the federal government control of our state elections. No crap. That's what they want. No more machines for voting. Diane, I'm with you. I'm with you. We need to get back to paper ballots. I got some friends, Rick Graham, Conservative Clubs of Teleco, and a few other people are pushing that in the state of Tennessee, and I think it's a good idea. Next story. Tennessee banks lack trust in IRS with customers' personal financial data as well you should. These are the same people that targeted conservative organizations under the Obama administration. They are very difficult to deal with. They're heavy-handed. They're authoritarian. They're not really accountable to anybody. And, you know, the day that the United States got an income tax was a sad day, and it has continued uh, to be a, a way that politicians abuse the electorate. A recent proposal from the Biden administration aims to heighten IRS oversight of the wealthy, but also seeks to enforce requirements on banks and financial institutions to report their customers' yearly gross inflow and outflow from their personal accounts. Yeah, I really want the federal government doing that. And I'd really love to pay extra bank fees for all this crap to be done. However, the Biden administration has failed to convince the Tennessee Banking Association to buy into the new proposal. Tennessee Banking Association CEO Colin Barrett said there's a united concern about reporting customers' private transactions to the federal government. Barrett said a concern we have is related to privacy. Privacy's out the door, it seems like. Back to the quote, it's related to data security. The IRS has a bad track record for data security, well, and damn near everything else. My word's not his. According to Barrett, Biden's proposal will require reporting by banks and financial institutions of accounts with a value of at least $600. HHP uh, CPA senior manager Chad Gordon said, obviously their uh, purpose of doing this is to try to track people's taxable income and to make sure people are reporting all their income coming into their bank accounts. Biden issued a proposal in response to research that indicated tax evasion by top earners in America. Janet Yellen, Secretary of the Treasury, estimated $7 trillion in taxes has not been collected over the last decade. You know what they ought to do before they start sticking their nose into people's banks, bank accounts? You know what they ought to do before they start... Uh, rifling around in your personal data and giving it to the to the bureaucrats the IRS how about you figure out how you give checks out to dem to dead people every year how about you figure out the billions of dollars that just get lost in record keeping every year how about you figure out why you can't get tax returns out to people in a proper fashion how about you take some time and figure out why illegal immigrants are constantly getting taxpayer money through fraudulent filings before you start going after the American people because they don't pay enough damn taxes, how about you figure out how to do your job by not wasting taxpayer money through just just rampant mismanagement of operations? That'd be a good job. That's where the IRS should start. 
last story, and we broke this and covered it, I've not seen it anywhere else. Because apparently the mainstream media has just become, in the state of Tennessee, it's just become an extension of the state. J. Mark Randolph says about the IRS stuff, is, the IRS is unconstitutional, I agree. We need a forensic audit in Tennessee, says Karen. Jennifer says, I keep hearing about the Convention of the States. I don't understand what that's about. Is it a good idea? Honestly, I, I, I don't know enough about it to know. I assume it, if, if the right things happen, it would be. If the wrong things happen, maybe it would be bad. I don't know. That's not something I know as much about as I should. If I don't know about something, I'll just tell you. I don't know about it. UTC student suspended for not complying with mask mandate. On August 27th, the University of Tennessee uh, at Chattanooga police were contacted to respond to a professor's call that a student was refusing to wear a mask in contradiction to the school's mask mandate. The call resulted in the student being suspended from school, removed from school grounds by UTC police, and the issuance of a citation for disorderly conduct. You pay tuition to go to a school and you want to sit in a classroom and have a good college experience and be able to breathe, but instead these UTC bureaucrats want to ruin a student's academic career, put him through financial hardship, put, put some kind of criminal record on him for not wearing a mask. As a former UTC alumni, this is remarkably disappointing. I'll be at UTC's campus or very near it with an organization two weekends from now. I'll never give another dime to UTC. Ever. Ever. These people are a bunch of power-hungry government bureaucrats that indoctrinate our kids to hate America and they continually raise the price of education while reducing the deliverables to the student. You send your kid in a normal, American-loving, responsible, level-headed person, and they come out with their head full of garbage at places like UTC now. It's a shame. Following a request for comment from UTC officials on the incident met with a sidestepping of our questioning, the Tennessee Conservatives submitted an open records request to the UTC Department and UTC officials on August 30th after repeating prompted, uh, repeatedly being prompted, which we had to. Shouldn't have to prompt people that work for the government to follow state law, but apparently have to. After repeatedly prompting UTC to provide the requested information on September 10th, including the police report and the body cam footage from all the officers involved, in reviewing the police report, we have found that the body cam footage does corroborate the officer's account of events. Read the article in the full story. Now, I don't have any beef with the officers. I gotta, I'm not going to say too much. I know what they're going through over there. And they don't want to mess with this stuff. They don't want to harass students. The UTC Police Department does not want to harass students. But they have a bunch of power-hungry bureaucrats that do not care about the student's educational experience. And so they're having to do this stuff. It's sad. I wish I had more good news for you this week. It's been a, other than the fact, here's the good news. We got people like Janice Bowling and Terry Lynn Weaver. We got people like Joey Hensley, Don White, Mike Bell, Mark Pody, Frank Nicely, Carrie Roberts, Rusty Crow, and Paul Rose, and Paul Bailey, and Jack Johnson actually doing their job in the state senate. We got a whole house, at least, of GOP representatives willing to get a special session going. But the biggest obstacle we have to our freedom right now in the state of Tennessee is McNally and the people in the Senate that follow him and Bill Lee. And as I've covered this stuff and watched people kill good conservative legislation in exchange for what I can only assume are corporate donations and PAC donations, and maybe they make their money somehow politically, or maybe they're attached to an industry that they sit on a committee for, or maybe they're just Democrats. They just happen to run in a Republican district. I don't know. 
but it has been it has been disappointing to watch Republicans really underserve Tennesseans, and especially Republican primary voters. Somebody puts their faith in you, and you make promises in front of them, and then you don't deliver on them, like Bill these 10 for 10 promises, and you've only done one out of them, and that's to create some kind of like religious committee. And I'm glad you did it. But to fail to deliver 9 of 10, and then to go about as if you're doing stuff, it's just dishonest. I don't like it. Just say what you're going to do, go do it, and then stand by your convictions. Be plain, be honest, be straight with people. That's how you should run for office. That's how you should do things. Do leave comments, even if you watch this after this has been recorded. Let me know what you think about these issues. I do go back and look at these things. And also, look at that list of senators. Send your emails, make your phone calls. Phone calls are probably better. And tell them that you're watching. Tell them that you want your constitutional liberties defended, you want separation of powers, you want medical freedom, and you want all the things that weren't tied up around all these infringements in the special in the general session that should have been addressed in the general session, which some people tried to address. Janice Bowling tried to address a lot of this stuff. Got killed in a rhino medical committee. People take tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars from these medical packs, from these doctors that make tons of money off of all the, the crisis that's gone on, tons of money from Pfizer, tons of money from Merck. And then you wonder, well, why don't they protect your medical freedom? Because you don't give them enough money, apparently. It's frustrating to watch. It's frustrating to watch, guys. We've got to take action. Oh, forgot to mention. Send out an email. I'll close with this. Send out an email uh, yesterday asking people for support. It takes hours to figure this stuff out. You wouldn't think it would. It takes hours. It takes. It interrupts my day constantly. I'm trying to make a living in this, running my company. Jason's chasing this stuff down. Um, if you would, I'm going to put it in here right now. Why don't you drop the link in there? Put the. I think that's Jason or Karen. Replying to the Tennessee Conservative, I'm going to put the support link in here. www. Oh my God, I don't know if I can do this and talk at the same time. Tennessee, how do you spell Tennessee? Oh my God, I don't know if I should try this. Live news.com slash support. T E N N E S S E E. I feel like I've messed. Oh, too many S's. How do you spell? Okay, two S's. I always get confused on this. That's a long URL. TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. If you'll go click on that link and help us, guys, we just run on grassroots support. And we got these new tumblers that come in. Now, if you thought the ones before had magical properties, if they thought that, that they could hurt, you know, they, they could heal your affliction, these actually have red tops and red inside. And I think this is actually made... Uh, from the red sun that gave Superman his power. I don't know. I mean, I, it could be. It could be. And so I believe that you might have superhuman strength and uh, other abilities, maybe even x-ray vision. Wouldn't that come in handy? I don't think my wife would like that. X-ray vision, <laughs> laser vision, maybe you could blow ice-cold breath. Uh, when you get $50 or more, or if you give a recurring donation, uh, we'll send you this puppy. Also, we'll send you this directory of all your state senators and uh 
house members so you can contact them when things like this are going on and I give you a heads up. We also send you, if you give any amount, two proud Tennessee conservative bumper stickers. We run on grassroots support here, guys. So if you can help us financially, uh, please do. And also, many of you follow us on Facebook, but you don't get the newsletter. We could be shut down at any time. Okay, I'm going to wake up one morning. We will have put all this time and effort into building this channel, and we may say something that somebody doesn't agree with, and they just turn us off. So go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com, sign up with your email and your mobile phone number so that we can at least contact you should we get shut down. You know, I buy some things from what I thought was a perfectly normal company that recently I get an email and they're like, well, our Facebook account's been shut down. Our Twitter account's been shut down. We're emailing you now. And then guess what? Even the, the, the place that hosted their website turned the website off. You never know when this stuff's going to happen. So please do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and sign up for the newsletter. I appreciate you all very much. I appreciate the encouraging words you send. It is difficult to live in constant and continual conflict, which is about where you have to live to cover this stuff because you're constantly fighting not just the Democrats, not just the leftists, not just the, the globalists and the influence that's all in Tennessee, but you also have to fight Republicans just to be conservative, just to get your rights back. And it's frustrating, and I, I hate to be in that constant tension, but we are in a time where we, the conflict is necessary. We are in a time where people have to stand up. We are in a time where if you continue to just post on Facebook and you don't give money and you don't give time and you don't reach out and if you don't knock on doors and if you don't show up to rallies and if you don't support conservative organizations like mine and others, we're just not going to make it. And Tennessee's going to turn as blue as Georgia, and we're going to head in that direction. And before you turn around, we're going to have two... We're going to have two Democrat senators, and, and all these metro areas are going to swallow up Tennessee. And that's why we have to put all these roadblocks in now. We have to stand up now. We have to get engaged now. We have to give now. Not tomorrow, not when it gets too bad. Today. Guys, you all have a good weekend. i got a big one planned. I'm going to go down to uh, the Tunnel Hill Shindig. <laughs> I don't know what that's going to be like, but it looks like good, clean, family fun. I never thought I would look for good, clean family fun, but when you have two little girls, you look for that stuff. Uh, I'm going to go eat with a buddy of mine I've not seen in a while and, and uh, his lovely lady. We're going to go out to dinner tonight, and then uh, hopefully I'm going to get some firewood delivered. I know you all need to know all this stuff. Firewood delivered. I burn a bunch of fires during the uh, during the winter, so it's about to be that season, which I enjoy, and uh, probably do some housework around the house, maybe hit the gym. So I hope you all have got plans for fun stuff this weekend. I'm going to be spending mine primarily with the family. But uh, I appreciate all of you. I enjoy seeing you on the road. I like getting your comments. I like getting your messages. I can't always get back to everybody, but uh, I appreciate all of the patriots. I appreciate all of the conservatives that support what we do. It means a lot to me, and, uh, and there really is a heart for freedom. There is a heart for liberty here in Tennessee, and we've got to keep fanning that flame. And then we've got to put the, the flame of liberty underneath the asses, apparently, <laughs> of some of these rhinos in the Senate, so maybe we can get some things done. Guys, I appreciate you very much. Take care. I'll talk to you next time.